Welcome to the Dream Huge Podcast, where we'll talk with real estate investors, entrepreneurs, business leaders, athletes, and more to inspire you with their success stories so you can work hard, never give up, and dream huge. And now, let's start the show. This is the Dream Huge Podcast, episode number two. To work harder, because you're you're, you're going to do good things, great things. Work harder and try to make it better. Try to make the future outcome even greater. Yo, what's up, everybody? Pete Peterson here with my co-host, Mr. Mark Gray. What's going on, Pete? Not much. How you doing, Mark? I'm doing good. This is the Dream Huge podcast show number two. Um, and we just had an amazing guest on here, Mr. Justin Bigelow, the two-time champ, uh, licensed real estate agent, um, the two-time huge producer here at Dream Huge Realty, sharing some of his insights and secrets um, to his success. What did you think about that interview, Mark? Oh, it was great. We had a good time. Um, he's not only just like the top huge producer, he was a Navy veteran. He's a family man. He goes way back. Yes, and we got to dig into uh, the his uh, military career, talking about sweeping mines, and um, got into his brain of uh, uh, some of the things he likes to do in his spare time, as like comic books and video games, and uh, really what makes Justin Bigelow tick. The man you drive around town and you see on all those billboards it's good to get to know him uh on a deeper level um now mark you know him very well um I do. brother-in-law um yep. partner business partner yes um co co-agent um and co-host of the dream huge podcast we do a lot of things together yes was there anything new that popped out to you that um something new you learned today well i did find out how much he really knows about comics yeah, yeah. <laughs> and how he still enjoys watching the Patriots after that defeat last week. Yes. He even still likes, he's that's a diehard Patriots fan right there. I, well, we joked, said we're going to ask him again in five years from now, if he still likes the Patriots, <laughs> he's hanging on for now though. So yeah, no, it was, it was a great, very excellent show. Uh, also, I'll encourage everyone out there listening to go ahead and like and follow our podcast and subscribe um, and uh, share that around to your friends. And also contact us. You can contact us at contact at dreamhuge.com if you'd like to be a guest on our podcast. We'd love to have you on. We're going to interview guests of all types, uh, movers, shakers, influencers, huge dreamers. You don't necessarily have to be in real estate. Um, it's called the Dream Huge Podcast. We want to talk with other folks who um, just are able to inspire others. Does that kind of touch on it, Mark? Yeah, I think so. I think we want to talk to anybody that's dreaming huge. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, reach out. Contact at dreamhuge.com. Subscribe. Uh, we are on Spotify. Um, you can find us there now primarily. We will be up soon on Apple. iHeart. iHeart and all the other uh, venues as well. So I think that's all we've got um, for Justin. And here we have him coming up right now. Welcome to the show, Justin. How's it going? It's going pretty good, Mark. Awesome. So tell us a little bit about yourself, who you are, what you do. 
Yeah, so um, I'm a U.S. Navy veteran. I was in the Navy for a few years and then uh, got out, and now I'm a real estate agent, and not just any whoa, agent. Whoa, 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 back it up. Whoa, okay. So where are you from? Oh, where am I from? <laughs> I'm actually from Florida, but I grew up in Mansfield. Really? Okay. Yeah, Mansfield, Ohio. That's where I grew up, Mansfield and Shelby. And then you decided the Navy was your calling. Yeah, I had no choice but to join the Navy so I could make myself a better person. So I joined the Navy. What did you do in the Navy? I was a mineman. So I was on minesweepers all the time, three or four of them. I did everything. It was a jack-of-all-trades trade in uh, the Navy. Did you get to do a little bit of traveling? Yeah, that's kind of – you have to do it, but not like everybody else who gets to go to Greece and all that other fancy stuff. I just went to the <laughs> Middle East. Just Middle East, one-stop shop, huh, for you? Yeah, it was, it was were, cool, I guess. What did you do to get in trouble? Uh, to get in, <laughs> I, I never mean, got in trouble. Oh, I thought I you got good pe- kid. penalized and you got stuck in the Middle East. Well, that's just what happens when you become a mineman. Oh, I see. What do mine men do? Uh, so mine men are only deployed to minesweepers for the most part. Uh, they're shore duty and stuff, San Diego. But in general, when you're on the ship, it's a minesweeper. It kind of looks like a fishing ship. Uh, there's multiple things we do, but the core aspect of it is operating the sonar, looking for mines, and then you also have the part where you're on the deck where if you find a mine, you uh, have the uh, the cables deployed out the back, and that's where you would arm. There's like They call them cutters, and they're kind of just like teeth that are on the lines. And it would go through the water and... Uh, cut the chain if it was moored so the mine is loose so then EOD can go out there and disarm it. They hardly ever blow them up anymore. It's not safe. So you must have watched MacGyver as a child. No. You just do, All you do is cross the red with the yellow wire and then the uh, digital clock stops. Yeah, well, that's EOD. I was just a <laughs> dirty mineman. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. No, but I jumped in there. Sorry about that. But you were getting ready to stay, which led to you to becoming a real estate agent. But not only just mm-hmm. a real estate agent, but then I jumped in. Yeah, what but, would you get ready yeah, yeah. to say? We got a nice little cliffhanger there. Um, <laughs> not just any agent. The number one agent at the brokerage, Dream Huge Realty. Yes, awesome, yes. And I was number one agent at the last brokerage, too, before I knew it. And two years in a row here. Really? Two years in a row. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, my last brokerage, I was number one, but I wasn't focused on that. I just was doing the job, and I guess I'm number one now. So I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't know it until three years in. So (laughs) So besides, let me ask you this, helping others, besides being just having a servant's heart and helping others— what is your why? Why? What do you use as your why? What makes Justin Bigelow tick in order to um, be top producer year over year? Uh, I would say my why is I don't want to have to worry about money. My I just grew up with my mom always worrying, or at least that was my perception of her and our life. Uh, I was just always worried about money and just, just felt like that could be avoided if you just had more. Um, not necessarily being happy or anything, but I don't want to have to get into a problem and then have to worry about money being the only thing that can like stop this from happening. Yeah. So I want to have enough money to live comfortably and and have the solution to fix a problem if money is all that it takes. 
you know, not everybody can do that, but that's what I want. I want to just have enough money so that I can help people when I can, because uh, oftentimes that's all it takes. And then, you know, a good soul and everything else to even do that. Um, but for me, that's easy. So that's the big why is to make sure my family doesn't have to worry about money. Yeah. So your why is uh, your family and financial freedom is what it sounds yes, like Yes, very much. You want that, that financial security um, to help you. Can it buy happiness? No, but it sure can help you avoid problems. Yeah. yeah. I mean... Hardships, I should say. For me, it... You know, I always say happiness, but it's really not happiness for me. For me, it gives me a sense of comfort. The security blanket. Yes, security blanket. I don't have to worry about that. I'm good. So when it happens, I'm good. And then I'll know if I'm not. So all i got to do is work harder and just discipline and do it. So that's kind of my big why is family. You know, as much as it might be mean and everything, it's that's truly what it is. Yeah. So what advice could you give to uh, a newer agent who may be getting into the business um, and aspires to do as much business as you someday? You gotta fall. You gotta. You gotta love this. When I got out of the military, it was like, it was like a summer break at school. You finally get out, and it's like when you graduate high school. You don't know what you're doing. Freedom. It's a hundred percent freedom. School's out for. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I got out. I got out in May 2016. Did my four to five years or so, and then just because of the season, it felt like summer, and it felt like. Man, I could do anything I want. I'm free. And then, like, I found the real estate thing during the last six, seven months of the Navy. And I realized, like, this is it. This will fulfill the why. And I just, it just all, like, the stars aligned and it was perfect. So I had the passion to just do it. And just because of my life, I wanted to just apply myself the whole four years. I remember taking a shower in Bahrain. I just want to get out of here. I just want to apply myself to the real world. Mm-hmm. And, you know, finally, I, ha- I have it. The day that you never thought would ever come, because time goes so short in the military. Because I, I mean, I liked it, but I didn't like it. Um, I like the people. And everybody will tell you that. You might hate the job, but they love the people. Mm-hmm. And that's what it's all about, especially right now with real estate. It's all about the people. I mean, it's a people business. And I learned that very early on. Passion, help people, you're good. So that's some great advice for um, some new agents that want to achieve those same levels, right? Yeah, you just you got to love this because it sucks. And you're not going to know it sucks, though, for about two, three years. And Depends I, on how much business you do. But you got to take that passion and push through it. Coming from a place of a military uh, background, um, which I always say, God bless the troops, man. Yep. Without them, you know, their sacrifice, um, we would be nowhere. Nothing. That's right. I'm so very thankful for them. But that's what I love about this here business, real estate. You truly are rewarded. The harder you work, the more people you serve, the more people you help, the more money you make. That's, yeah. And that's why I love this business. And there are other businesses similar to that. Yes. Um, but that's what really attracted me. Yeah. I mean, I worked, I worked hard in the military. I had no choice. You know, 12-hour days. Uh, you do what you could to kind of find some downtime because you're always on the clock, even though you're getting paid the same amount. But, you know, getting out finally allowed me to basically take the same amount of work ethic, 
but it be way more rewarding. And that, that alone, just like finally finding success for yourself because you're doing it and you are getting rewarded and you see, you know, the fruits of your labor and you just want to keep doing it more, mm-hmm. more, more, and more. It's like a video game. You just want to keep setting a high score. Right, right. Just keep going. <laughs> no, that's great. Um, so I think we definitely touched on the real estate end. Um, yeah, um, yeah. And the military end. But what else can you tell us about Justin Bigelow? We're really trying to dive in yeah. deep here. What else do you enjoy doing? Um, right, Mark? Right. Um, I would say, you know, outside of those, because those are more professional things, um, a little bit of personal. But, you know, for me, if, you know, if you catch me at home at night, what am I doing? Probably playing video games. Fortnite. Uh, uh, playing Fortnite. <laughs> you know, I don't play Call of Duty anymore. But, you know, I like video games. I've always been into video games. PlayStation guy from 1998. <laughs> I had my first great PlayStation. P- PS1? PS1 yeah. all day. Do you have... Um what was your go-to games back then? I played Crash Bandicoot, Tekken, Tekken 3, Tekken 2. <laughs> yeah, I remember getting Classics. off the school bus and going to play Tekken immediately. But So, you know, I like video games. And then, you know, I got older, got in uh, Twisted, comics. Twisted and Metal? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're going to redo that one. Nice. But comics. So Batman, Superman. And then I started collecting comics, which uh, my first three years, that's where my side money went. To comics and action figures. <laughs> if money was no object, what would be the comic you would purchase? Probably Action Comics number one. That's the first appearance of Superman, which is the highest priced comic book out there. Okay. That's the, that is the holy grail is of comic f- books. Three, four million? What's that sucker going yeah, for? Yeah, I think it's somewhere in that two to five range. Yeah. I think so. I is don't there know. a bunch of them out there still? There's, there's not a many. a handful? There, yeah, there's not many at all. Two to five million? Yes. I mean, you're, you're looking at Superman. He is the original superhero, and it's his first appearance. It's like a Tom Brady rookie card. <laughs> yeah. I will you take that. You know those that. will go for five mil, four or five. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, and plus Superman's from Seatown, ain't he? Didn't his, his yeah, Superman's a Ohio boy. From uh, Cleveland? He's from Cleveland. Yeah, or the writer. The That's creator. where the writers are from, yeah. yeah. They're from wow. Cleveland. That's why Ohio's good. Everyone talks crap about the weather. But there's a lot of stuff that came from number one. Uh, Batman? Yeah. Uh, That was Detective Comics. DC. And then he did have his own name book, Batman 1. But he's from, uh, I think it's Detective Comics 37. I might be wrong. Yeah. That's kind (laughs) of uh, advanced. I like comics, but... Are we going too far down the nerd chart Some of the history is not my best. (laughs) I'm trying to keep up with the current stuff. That's all right. I try to collect. I don't read any of them. I just buy them and throw them in a box and hope they collect value yeah, someday. Just look at the cover. Like real estate. <laughs> you just buy and hold it. Yeah. All right. One of Mark Gray's favorite quotes he told me was, don't wait to buy real estate. Buy real estate and wait. That's right. Yeah. I'm buying it. comic books and waiting. I love that quote. I yeah. stole it from somebody. That's all right. Take somebody credit. famous. <laughs> Take credit. <laughs> just put an extra comma in there. Now it's yours. You owned it. So, yeah, that's what I do um, when I'm interested, you know, personally. I'm just a big old nerd. Yeah. Uh, but but um, kind of put this all together. We used to play this game in the military on the ship. And, uh, you know, it's just a bunch of us boys because there really wasn't any women on our ship. But uh, we would basically, I don't say haze each other, but we would just have fun with each other. And it was all good. But if you were carrying something, 
we would knock it out of your hands like a school bully <laughs> and call you a nerd. <laughs> Nerds! So I do that to my girlfriend sometimes. But I just call her a nerd. I don't actually do anything. <laughs> when she's playing Fortnite or something. She thinks I'm being mean. I'm like, no, this is love. Anything else you want to touch on, Justin? Before we get into the huge four and the rapid ten? Um, no, I think I covered it all on the why. I mean, the why is just kind of like, I saw what my mom was going through, and I did not want that for me. As How can I do this? And then the real estate thing kind of showed itself randomly one day. I was like, I need, just need to start a business or something and get out of here. I don't want to be in the military for the rest of my life. You sucked into that program. And then all of a sudden, I had that idea. And then like four months later, I was on leave. And then the real estate thing showed itself, and it was like a sign from God. And now I truly believe it because I wouldn't be doing anything else. Tell us a little bit more about Justin Bigelow, the real estate investor. What is um, what what products do you currently hold, and what is your strategy moving forward? Flips, uh, long term rent and hold. Mm-hmm. Um, what what are you doing now? What are you looking to do? Uh, so I bought my first house about two years into being an agent, and then. I ended up randomly coming upon a double and bought the double and lived in it. I didn't want to live in it, but I had no choice. It's what I had to do to get it. So I bought it. And so I was house hacking. So then I bought it. And while I was living there, I ended up buying my first flip and then I did another flip and then I bought another house. Now I'm on my, like my fourth, fifth house that I live in. So I've just been doing good the last five years. But as the investor, you know, I started off on a flip, you know, just kind of doing whatever I could. Um, but now, you know, me and my partner, uh, Mark, we're just doing stuff and we want to try and buy and hold stuff. We want to just hold rentals, do rentals, maybe do a flip, pay down some debt, you know, kind of the, the Burr thing, the Burr method. Mm-hmm. And for those not uh, listening, doesn't know what Burr method means, that's buy, rehab, rent, refinance, repeat. That's right. So, um, that's how you do that. We can dig, dig deeper onto that, uh, maybe to, on another show. But What's your strategy looking forward? What do you want to do? With investing? Yeah. Um, I just want to buy anything that kind of fits the box of what we're trying to buy. Um, you know, like to have me some big eight units or 12 units or something that just brings in really good cash flow, but also something where I'm, you know, looking at it and like, yeah, that's mine. That thing is big. <laughs> um, do you think uh, locally, do you think about doing any uh, long distance type stuff or? I would say locally at the, yeah. at the time, you mm-hmm. know, within, within Richland County area. Yep. Yeah, I'd say so. Very good. But I, I really like the little stuff, the little houses, you know, thousand square feet or less. Those are great rentals. Not much upkeep to them, and they're still big enough to house, uh, you know, a full family of five people, mm-hmm. and those those are good. Um, yeah. Medium size, multifamily. Yeah, medium size, and then the big stuff. You know, so it's, it's just a game of monopoly. Yeah. Buy some houses, flip them to hotels, and then flip them into, which are the hotels would be the big apartments. Yeah. So. Good old Monopoly. Playing it every single day. That's right. <laughs> Trying to move my piece and collect 200 past go. Yep. <laughs> All right. Well, I loved your story. Um, 
let's move on to the huge four questions. Huge four. Let's go. <laughs> we don't have an audio drop for that, so I'm just going <laughs> to do our own. <laughs> What's one thing you wish you had known when you began your career? One thing I wish I had known when I first started. I don't know. I'd say maybe that I wish I was going to be this good, but I, I just didn't have enough it's not realistic goals for myself, and then that's how I beat them. If I knew I was going to be this good, let's just reverse that. One thing I wish I didn't know was going to happen, that I was going to be this good, because then I would have got super egotistical, and I would never be this good. <laughs> so it's like a time traveler came back and told me you're going to be number one for like five years. I wouldn't have believed it, but if I did believe it, I might not be here. When did it click in your mind and to say, okay, I'm just out here grinding away, um, working hard. Um, at what point did you say, damn, I'm about the best around? Probably my broker started giving me custom commission splits. Yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. like, I think I'm doing good. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm making more than everybody else, but nobody else knows. You're right. <laughs> so, you know, he had to do his thing. He had to reward me and keep me around. Right. Let's uh, rephrase this question. Okay. All right. So if you could go back in time to tell yourself one thing to make yourself even better than what you are now, what would you? What, what would it be? To work harder because you're, you're, you're going to do good things, great things. Work harder and try to make it better. Try to make the future outcome even greater. That's what I would say. I like that. Work harder. What's next? What is your biggest failure? What was the lesson from it? Biggest failure was getting complacent within selling houses. That happened about, it was in 2019, and I, I was doing really good, you know, taking all the momentum and everything, and then all of a sudden one month fell out, and it happened because I was being complacent. Um, I can't predict that, but that's why you always just work harder so that that doesn't happen, or if it does, it's not as bad. Uh, but it happened so bad and that it made me look inwards and have to realize that I need to get better. This cannot happen again. It was October 2019. I didn't close on a single house, and that was bad. It was just soul-crushing. But I turned it around. And to put Here that in perspective, you're doing a house a week probably now? I Yeah, so I was selling probably... Th- four on average for the year, probably selling four a month. And I had four or five lined up, and they're gone. Yeah. So I was like, whoa, what do I do now? And then I read some books, tried to soul searching, figured it out. And that's, that's you just can't give up, never give up. Yeah. And I didn't. So, yeah. All right. What's the best resources that have helped you along the way? Uh, so to get me out of that pit, I read 10X, 10X by Grant Cardone. I read that book. He told me that you need to become more um, omniscient, which means made more aware. The public knows you more. So billboards, just doing more marketing. If you know McDonald's, that's because they're omniscient. They're everywhere. And I realized that's where I was. I was obscure. I needed to get less obscure. And so I kind of shifted what I was doing marketing-wise. And I think that gave me some energy, uh, something different, and allowed me to keep going. 
Don't be a secret agent. <laughs> yeah, they tell you never to be a secret agent. Sure. So, so I was doing my best. Literally went all out with the marketing bonanza. Yeah. I, the billboards. Yeah. The I, radio. I, I kind of got myself back up and uh, listened to that 10X book. And it kind of got me motivated again. And it, it kind of told me what I was doing wrong as I was reading it. But it was giving me solutions at the same time because I couldn't stop. I was never going back to a 9-to-5 job. I'm not doing that again. Mm-hmm. And so uh, the, the discipline. Yeah, because now you're working 9-to-9. Nine nine. <laughs> well, lo- but I'm not. <laughs> I'm always on call. That's a real estate agent disclaimer right there. Right. Now, unlike the military, you had to go to this stupid ship every day. I could sit... This is basically like sitting inside my room and doing deals and only leaving to help people out. Yeah. And if I'm leaving, that means I might be making money. It's worth it. Right. And I love it. So, yeah. Resources were 10x. And then the people around me that I could talk to. So mentors and, you know, one of my uncles who's in title. I talked to him to get his perspective and so I could get my mind right back then. Those will always be my greatest resources. Yeah, your network. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> All right, so two of your favorite books that inspired you. You mentioned 10X, so you can't use that one again. I want two okay. new ones. Um, <laughs> one book I was reading in the, in the military was, uh, oh, man, now I'm drawing a blank. I forget, but it's an orange cover book. And it was, um, I forget, but we'll just go on to Rich Dad, Poor Dad. That was a good one. And um, that other book with the orange cover. What was it about? Yeah. Um, It was like the rules to dominance or something. Something about mastering. Um, I I forget. It's got an orange cover, and it's really really good. It's like 52 laws of something. But it kind of told you... Are you sure this was in the comic book? You told me you don't no, read the no, comics. No. <laughs> this <laughs> is a real book. I forget the name of it. If you could look it up. But it had... Every chapter was like a different rule of like power. Oh, the 52, 52 laws, laws of, of power. power. Yep. 52 laws of power. That's the book. Interesting. Yeah. It's got power right on the cover. Oh, yeah. um, who's the author? Robert Greene. Robert Greene. Yep. So he writes some other books. But it was the 52 Laws of Power, and at the time in the military, I, I'm always, like, thinking some, somebody's after me. Pretty sure they had this guy on the I always felt like someone's out to get me. I felt like that kid in high school who was getting targeted. But I didn't—I wasn't. But that's how I felt. So I read that book to see how I could get more power. <laughs> and I realized—there was a couple things in there, like, don't be a scapegoat. Never— Never try to outdo your master unless you have the capability to overthrow him. So who's your master? Maybe your boss, your parents, whoever is like got authority over you, the cops. You're not going to overthrow the United States government. You, if you're going to do it, you better do it. And so that applies to determination and things. Mm-hmm. Don't go half because then you'll get burned. That's why I like Bill Belichick, the New England Patriots. <laughs> Except what, for this week. Yeah, let's not talk about that. <laughs> they will dominate, and all these other teams that do it, they will dominate. Well, you meant why? To say that's why you like Bill Belichick combined with Tom Brady. Yeah. Well, that together is, I mean, <laughs> you have both people are willing to just win, and that's how you win. That's how you take power, and and that's in that book. That's where I learned it from that book. And they get that book goes into a historical 
stories, kings in the old days, you know, don't be the scapegoat, don't be the messenger. You know, they say, don't kill the messenger? There is a reason why they say that, because the messenger got killed. Just don't be the messenger yeah. at all. Then you'll yeah, have and that's hard that. to do this in the real estate business because we're pretty much always the messenger. Yeah, we're the middleman. Yeah. So don't kill us, please. <laughs> we're just doing our jobs. Sure. We are here to counsel and advise. Yes. Let's be honest. We only really want to push as much as you want us to push. That's right. We'll do yeah. everything we could in your best interest. Right. But, yeah, that was the book, 52 Laws of Power. Very good. I didn't read the whole thing. But I read uh, probably half. I got to like number 20 rules. or something like that. <laughs> and it was that good. Yeah. Okay. Let's move on to the, the next section. The rapid round. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, well, first for the rapid round, I wanted to just check in with you. Mm-hmm. Is there anything at all that we should know about Justin Bigelow, whether it be even a, just a funny little thing that you would want people to know about you that they may not know? Oh, um, something that I don't tell people because I just don't. Um, I, I've never drank alcohol my entire life. Never consumed it down into my body. Uh, the reason why I say it like that, I'm a very technical person. And one time I got tricked in the Navy because the guys knew I didn't drink. So, yeah, we were flying home and I just wanted a drink. So, I, hey, man, can I get a drink? It's a McDonald's cup, large cup. Or the straw is at the vending machine. Um and I said, hey, man, can I get a drink? So I took a drink because he's like, sure, man. And I'm like, oh, that was easy. And I took a drink. Boom, I hit it in my throat right in my mouth. And I was like, oh, this don't taste like Coke. All of a sudden, it tastes like apple sour. And I'm like, what is that? Turns out it was Straight Jack. Oh, my favorite. Straight Jack. <laughs> they all thought it was hilarious. I immediately spit that out. Oh, my God. So, I don't, yeah, I don't drink alcohol. That is a, that's that's a just a personal fact. thing. Um, you know, that would be something that I would do differently. That <laughs> would go back and never drink. Right. Yeah, I would have really? a lot more brain cells right now. Yeah? Yeah, because that's... Although I like to think I'm killing off the weak ones. Mm, there you go. Making room for the stronger ones. <laughs> Positive reinforcement. <laughs> okay, rapid fire round. Are you ready? So I'm you ready. Just, you got to say the first thing that comes to mind. All right. And All right. Um, you can't think about it. Okay. It's going to be instinctive response. All right. Okay. What is your favorite color? Blue. What is your spirit animal? A phoenix. <laughs> what is your favorite movie? The Dark Knight. What is your dream vacation? I think going to Switzerland and seeing the snow mountains. Very peaceful and quiet. Nice. What is your go-to karaoke song? Hmm. Even What's, if you're alone in the car. I don't have one, but currently it's um, Animal by Through Fire. Okay, all right. Um, what is something you fear? Massive amounts of debt. <laughs> <laughs> what is your greatest accomplishment? Probably joining the military because I did it. Nobody else told me to do it. I did it. Who is your favorite superhero? Batman or Superman. And favorite sports team? New England Patriots. Still? Still. Hard I have forward. to. My mom's boyfriend from like 10 years ago told me that, you still going to be a Patriots fan after Tom Brady leaves? I said, yes. 
Yes. Every time you ask me, yes. People still ask. Yes. I'm, so I have to be. All right, I have ask to you be. five years from now and see if you're still there. I will. Um, no matter and, how bad they suck. And lastly, in the rapid round, this has been fun. Favorite food? Mm, pizza. Which kind? So I try them all. Domino's, Pizza Hut, Papa John's, Easter Chicago. They're all a little different. Just whatever you're in the mood for. Oh, yeah. Tatino's Party Pizzas. Those are good. Okay. Currently sold out at Walmart. <laughs> yeah, yeah, see, that, yeah, that's not me on that gift. <laughs> that's me. I always love the bandwagon. But, yeah, Tom Brady is my favorite player, but not just because he's good. That's just the one aspect. So I'll follow him no matter what, just like people follow LeBron. Yeah. I don't like LeBron. <laughs> okay, well, that is your rapid-fire round. All right, Justin, where can listeners get a hold of you? Um, you can get a hold of me on the Internet, uh, Instagram, Sell with Bigelow. Uh, just look me up my, by my name on Facebook, uh, Justin Bigelow, B-I-G-E-L-O-W. And then my phone number, of course, 419-565-9177. If uh, you call me, leave a voicemail because it will automatically not ring unless if you're not a contact. All right, guys, that's all we got for today. Yep, it was good. Thank you, Justin. Thanks for coming on, buddy. Thanks, Pete. Thanks, Mark. See you all later. Work hard. Never give up. Dream Dream huge. Thank you for listening to the Dream Huge Podcast. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. For more inspiring content, follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Dream Huge Realty and on TikTok at Dream Huge Inc. Until next time.